You're listening to the Just Go Bike Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Wyatt, from the Iowa Bicycle Coalition. And I'm TJ Jeskowitz from RAGBRAI. This is the podcast where we talk about bicycles and just for the fun of it. So there's going to be tales from RAGBRAI. There's going to be uh, talk about the social end of bicycling. Um, come for the bikes, stay for the fun, and leave with a smile. Okay, here we go with episode 14, and we are recording from deep in the heart of Texas. We're down in San Antonio, Texas, and we are here for a board meeting or a board retreat with the Bicycle Tour Network. What do you think of San Antonio, Mark? You know, I've, I've been to this town before. It's a great place. Uh, uh, there's a lot of bike lanes, um, a lot of trails that run through the Mission District, It's uh, and, and, and it's a really pedestrian friendly city there's a lot of places to walk i know we didn't rent a car we haven't seen a car since uh, we left the airport in des moines so it's a, this is a really fun place i'm i'm happy to be here great and another thing just to give you uh, our listeners a little bit of information about the bicycle tour network it is basically all kinds of cycling involved from large tours like like ragbri or cycle oregon ride the rockies those big big tours but also down just to the tiny boutique tours where it's five, 10 people. Uh, there's also tour operators. So if you're looking to do a tour over in Holland or, or there's even a tour in Russia. Um, so literally from the smallest tours to the largest tours, there's great information uh, you can find online, biketournetwork.com. Tons of different events and tours that are listed up there. So, so go take a look at that. We'll also put it up in the, the show notes. So, so what else is going on, Mark? You know, we uh, we passed one of our bills this week. Uh, the governor should be signing this on Monday. So by the time you air uh, this episode, we'll uh, we'll hear that the governor signed our, our text messaging bill that uh, makes text messaging reckless driving in cases of of death or fatality crashes. So we're I mean excited about that, but it's a law that I don't ever want to see uh, see enforced. So let's just hope that's enough that deters people from texting and driving. Good news there. Okay, well we've got a full show today i had the pleasure of having mike mott from the iowa beer bus and mott's sweet corn and uh his sidekick pumpkin and they both came into the studio and it was hilarious and so i'm not going to give away any of the the fun so you're gonna have to listen for yourself but have you ever seen them on the road have you ever stopped by their stand during ragbri mark you know, I make it a point every every day that I can to stop past there. You know, they they got a great beer selection. They're uh, they're a lot of fun to be around, and they've been plugging in some great entertainment. They got some bands and and entertainers that are at that stop, so it's it's a whole lot of fun to go see Mott and the Iowa Beer Bus. Well, they also give us some education on some of the agriculture of the state of Iowa. So they're farmers by nature comedians on the side and i guess they they will shuck some sweet corn and pour some beer along the way so so stay tuned we got a great great episode of the jesco bike podcast coming up for your listening enjoyment well hey it's tj with the jesco bike podcast and we have a few guests with us today you might know them if you've been on rag a time or two their actual names are mike mott and jason pierce but you know you probably know them from the iowa beer bus or maybe a yelling of hot butter love. There are some characters for sure. And uh, I guess before we kind of get into it, we, we probably should dispel a few rumors of, about them. First of all. There's I'm, rumors? There's rumors. Hmm. First question is always got to be asked, are you guys brothers? We are not relation, I think is what the. Okay. 
Brothers in spirit. Brothers in spirit. Brother from another mother. From another okay. I believe is how I refer to Okay, because, you know, they both are sporting, you know, very manly beards right now. And thank, they, you. Thank, and, you. thank and, you. And, you know, they're, they're gentlemen and scholars for sure. And some other questions <laughs> that come up um, are, are you really farmers? Is that is that uh, accurate assessment of some of your upbringing? Have you worked on a farm before, Mike? That would be a highly accurate current and future and past okay. assessment. Yep. And yep. pumpkin? Um, I grew up on the pumpkin farm and farmed for a little while, but I, I do not currently actually farm other than uh, some part-time employment at uh, MF Inc. Okay. Yes. Well, if you grew up on the squash farm, you perhaps would have a different nickname, I guess. Well, we do grow squash, but hmm. the, the pumpkins are the biggest ones, so... Uh, hence the name. Hence the name. Yeah. The okay. flagship products. Yeah, the flagship. Yes, yes. Okay. absolutely. The other question was: Do you own more tractors or bikes, pumpkin? Um, actually, right now I own more bicycles than I tractors. All right, tractors. good, good, yeah. Mott. I actually do too. All more right, bicycles all than right, tractors. good, yeah. good. See, see, we have to dispel these rumors that are out there that that farmers do not own bicycles. People from outside of Iowa are like, "Oh, well, farmers don't bike." Well. I'm like, um, you obviously have never been to Iowa. I believe the proper term for that is hogwash. Hogwash? It's okay. Hogwash. <laughs> okay. Good, good. Where are you from? What's your upbringing, Mike? Uh, I'm I'm from Pleasantville, Iowa, which is about 25 miles south and a little bit east of Des Moines. Okay. Um, and I grew up in southern Marion County, attended Sheraton High School, uh, south central, south central Iowa. So you're good, good old Iowa natives. And before you started getting involved, and we're going to get into how you got involved in, in RAGBRAI as as your current status, but uh, have you been riders in the past on RAGBRAI before, Mike? I, I got to do RAGBRAI for two years prior to getting into this side of the business. And okay. They were, uh, uh, well, I don't know if we can call it a midlife crisis or not, but early 40s and, and unattached, and RAGBRAI was the perfect salve. Who's, hmm. to, who's to say when your midlife actually is or well, was? That's a good point. True. You know, way true. Been well, midlife, well past midlife <laughs> in my case. Okay. But, uh, All right. Your first midlife crisis. Uh, yes. Nine right. or 10 years ago. Okay. I, I rode for a couple of years. All right. Some people buy a Corvette. You ride rag, right? Okay. That's right. That's, that's cool. Right. It was a better choice, by the way. Um, uh, prior to about uh, two years ago, I think I was probably 12 last time I rode a bike. Uh, Might have said Huffy on it. Okay. Well, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So how did you get involved as a as a vendor for RAGBRAI compared to someone being on the bike or someone being that, that happened to wander into a beer garden on RAGBRAI? How did you get into that? I called up Porchup Jr., Matt Bernard, and uh, he said, I've been looking for a guy for seven years that's reliable. There'll be a team player and will help out around the camp and do sweet corn because it goes perfect with pork chops. And so that first year- it does. It does. My uh, my two oldest children and I did. It was the year that came through Des Moines about four or five years ago, and so we were out west of Des Moines, and then over by Monroe, and then down south of Knoxville on some friends of our families uh, for three days that year. And we sold everything that I had in the patch that was ready, and it seemed like it was a great idea. And my daughter was about to go to college, and and with all those expenses and so on and so forth. The following year, we did it the entire week, and it geared up for that. We found out that when we had a beer at our stop that everybody had a much better day and and more importantly our riders enjoyed themselves more when we offered them more of a complete so is there a correlation between beer and and good times is that where you're going with this mott um um i it 
let's say correlation, because as we know, correlation and causation are entirely different. Completely different. Yes, but there's very strong correlation for sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, nail yeah. on the head. I okay. Think. Right, nail on the head. And, and you can't see this because we don't have a studio cam here, but they, I think they popped their first one over here. And so if you hear some <laughs> clinking of glass or, or that unmistakable fizz of, of a cold one, I think that's... The boys enjoying one because they, they've been working hard today. We, we felt like um, our trip here to the podcast wouldn't be complete without high, showcasing some of the uh, gold medal award winning and very well liked products that we've that we have purveyed. That's over good. The years. That's yeah. good. So anyway, at the end of, at the end of that week, we we uh, discovered that we liked having beer at the stop, but we needed to ensure that some that it would be always there as opposed to relying on outside parties. So I just bought a bus with an intention turned into a standard rag bus. And over the course of that winter, hundreds and hundreds of hours went into converting it into the beautiful piece of work that you see <laughs> along the route today. And and you had nothing to do with that, did you, Punkin? Uh, a lot of my actual blood. I had a lot of people say that blood, sweat, and tears. And sweat and tears. And sweat mm, and tears, yes. but uh, yes. probably more blood went into it. Quite a bit uh, of blood. So yeah. CSI There's... went to the bus, like you're, you're, you're up the river <laughs> convicted? <laughs> If we did have that camera, we could just show Pumpkin could show his uh, beer bus scars because yeah. there are several. He got C- in some pretty CSI good. Mayberry could have figured that one out. <laughs> Sweet corn, you don't just pop it in the ground the week before and it pops up. And sometimes you might not have in June when someone says, can I get 5,000 ears of corn in June? So what's the process, uh, you know, with a, a quick lesson on sweet corn in the ground to sweet corn in your stomach? I can't tell you how many out-of-state folks or that I've had long, in-depth conversations with about the difference between the corn they've been riding along every day of the ride and sweet corn that they're eating while they're standing there. Um, and and people love it. Actually, they, they love to get the information. As we know, our, you know the riders, especially out-of-state riders, are here to absorb and learn and enjoy all things that make Iowa so great. Sure. That's a vacation uh, for them. Absolutely. Absolutely is vacation. Yeah. So a, I guess you'd call it a working vacation. For some. I would. Yeah. But yeah. You guys are working, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So the, the, the primary thing, so all the corn that they're seeing either goes for animal feed, ethanol, high fructose corn syrup, which flavors all the sodas and mm. apparently every manufactured food item today. Mm. And, you know, many other industrial uses. But but that's what happens to all of that corn. Field they, corn. Yeah, we call it field corn. They they plant all that corn to make it look nice, lush, and green, and flowing, and rows, and, and line them up nice. Yes, and as we learned last summer, also to provide corn sweat. Corn sweat, to yeah. To our out-of-state go. visitors. Oh, good. Which is fantastic <laughs> yeah. for, for all of us, really, corn sweat. But uh, we get a different kind of corn sweat at the stop when, when somebody will buy a uh, an entire fistful of ears and sit right there and eat them. But, uh, yeah, yeah it's like the meat sweats. It's, mm. it is very similar. Yeah. yeah. Um, someone that eats five years of corn, I, I assume you got a few kaibos like near the place. Yes. Uh, okay. Yes, we yep, do. We, yeah. we, we yep. tell yep. those around. Yep. <laughs> All of us regular farmers, you know, it's generally about half of what we do with our farming operations. Uh, now sweet corn's an entirely different animal on it. Actually, um, okay. the easiest way to tell, um, and nobody knows this except, nerds uh sweet corn will always have two ears on each stock wow field corn might for a brief time have two but it always gets rid of the one and it has one ear so it's generally shorter it has two ears on it um and probably has an electric fence around it at that time of the year to keep the damn coons out (laughs) yeah 
So kind of like Van Gogh, one ear for field corn, <laughs> <laughs> two ears, sweet corn. Yes, let's and, keep, and perhaps let's keep some the art analogy going. Yeah. Perhaps it's some good. raccoons involved. Gotcha. Yes. All right, right. only yeah. three nerds in this. Okay, in this so, so so we're we're very educational here, and I mean, you just solved world problems we right there. Informative, about educational. Because right. if you went to shuck field corn and stick it in your mouth, uh, even if it's buttered up, I'm guessing it's not going to taste real good. No amount of butter. No, no amount of butter. No. No amount of beer. Well, makes making. Well, yeah, we never. But sweet corn. Never say never, TJ. <laughs> yeah, but sweet yeah. corn yeah. is delightful. <laughs> and and you know what? I I didn't grow up here. I grew up in in Florida from Jersey. So I I thought sweet corn. Okay, you know they grow it everywhere. But until you come to Iowa and experience. Iowa sweet corn, there is absolutely, absolutely no equal. And then on a on a summer day when you earn an ear, perhaps two, an ear and a beer, mm-hmm. is there anything better in life than mm. Mm. we have a pork chop, an ear of corn, and an Iowa craft beer, Ooh. all at the same spot? That might be a that that could be uh, an ear and a beer. I like that. Ooh. You're 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 See, I'm a marketing I guy. Like I just you gave you that one. You Thank just, you. Thanks, you just TJ. Just take, just take I don't throw that. the word genius out yeah. lightly, <laughs> um, but that was genius-like-ish. Genius-ish. Uh, oh, well. Oh, well. Well, I'll so, give you that one for free. So, to, to get this thing back on <laughs> no track, charge. or even close, um, so to make sure that we have perfect sweet corn for ragbri. Basically, the bottom line is I'll plant about five different acres of corn to make sure that at least one of them is the perfect, mm. um, perfect doneness for that week. So, I mean, obviously, a little bit of planning and a little bit of a little bit of gumption, I guess, is involved in it to you know, it's not a fair just, amount of luck. Yeah, you know, a little bit of luck, little which, luck. which sure. is kind of like planting sure. rag, bro. You know, yep. you gotta have a little little. Little smarts and a lot of luck and, and some good weather. And, there you uh, go. There you and go. And all those things kind of kind of meld all together. All the elements for a fantastic life, right there. What is that noise? That uh, uh, that sweet corn noise. That we're uh, I've never done this on a podcast before, but hot buttered love and and hot buttered love. Does it? I mean, seriously. When when that ear of corn describe your your role of getting that corn out of that truck and. Into someone's mouth. I mean, the the shucking of the of the corn is is a, an absolute art, isn't it? Um, you know, it, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't say it's an art because it, it just feels second nature to me. Um, I do enjoy eating it as well as cooking it. The the quality of life here. I mean, you you realize as you're you know, ragbri is just a, a little sliver of life. I mean, uh, it, it it's kind of transports you in time, and you know, you eat the the absolute best time to be eating corn in the state, you know, the end of July, you got, you know, I mean, unfortunately it could be 110 degrees, but you know, you got craft <laughs> beer, you got pork chops on, on a grill. I mean, the Mm-mm. smells, the sounds, the sweat, the, all that coming together and friendship. And, uh, you know, it, it is just an absolute joy to be, to be alive and be in Iowa at that, that week that it all comes together. I couldn't have said it better myself. You don't ever want that feeling to end. But, oh, yeah. you know, the thing about it is the way you just described it is we work our asses off to make sure. Uh, I mean, ideally, every single person that, that pulls that bicycle off at our stop ends up leaving with that feeling. 
And you guys got some regulars, I would imagine, that you probably see every day. Oh, absolutely. That, and, oh, yeah. um, it's kind of like a family reunion when you see some of these people and they give you a big sweaty hug or, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> hey, I haven't seen you. How you been? And, you know. Oh, they get a big sweaty hug right back. Right back. All That's right. That's right. We're huggers. So you got a few you got a few of those that are, that are you know, Cliff Clavens of the world that'll sit down at the bar stool of every day? Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. It's, uh, and as well as. As everybody on Ragby knows, meeting amazing people sure. from all around the world. The ambassador last year that they <laughs> oh, yeah. spent every day with us. Yeah, uh, from a, a Central American company. It is our country it escapes me right now. Yeah, I, but um, yeah, I think he's uh, ambassador to Jamaica. Huh. I believe is where he was. Because I think that, I, that's a horrible. I think that might have yeah. might have yeah. snagged yeah. me an invite to Jamaica sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why I remember that. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to be a little more challenging this year being way north for entertainment. Challenging for you. To find. Less challenging for people on the bike. Right, right. No, no, no. I meant logistically yeah, yeah, sure. and set up. Um, was that a huge I'm sorry for that route last year going that far north um, again? Perhaps. <laughs> third shortest shirt, third flattest, third easiest, most epic. I don't know. It seems yeah. like it could be a good time to me. And you know what? That re- that. Again, we'll go let's go back to correlation, those big words, but that will correlate to more time <laughs> off the bike. Which oh, which some people are okay with. Don't think that went unnoticed. Yes. Thanks, TJ. And yes, so we've gotta entertain them when they get off their bike. And that's where people, you know, when when we have a you know, pork chop world, you know, mott sweet corn world, Iowa beer bus world that they can get off and enjoy, you know, take an hour and a half off and, and it's okay to, you know, kick back you know you don't have to don't check your cell yep. phone just visit with people and you right. know what get off have have an ear and have a beer and and you know relax listen to a little music you got some soulful tunes going on i mean mm. boy i mm. mean enjoy mm. it you know it because it, you know what seven days later it's gone that's right and that's right you you gotta make the most we soak say, it all in you gotta soak you know it all if in. you're not eating you know and not gaining weight and not you know stopping and smelling the roses you're missing out I had a buddy that was a virgin last year that would pass by our midday stop every day by 10 a.m. and be in the overnight by 2. He texted me about a month ago and said, I really need to find a team this year. I feel like I missed it last year. And the reason he feels that is because every day when he was doing that, I said, you're missing it. You really, (laughs) I, I know you want to ride every mile and win, but there is no yellow jersey on the, there uh, are no podiums. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Nope. There's a podium so, if you stop, you know. That's I mean, that, right. There, that's there when is, you win. That's when you step up. Yep. And, um, yeah. you know, and, and it's not even, you know, I mean, there's people that, that don't partake in an alcohol beverage that might stop. Mm. I mean, it's not well, just, sure. don't just nope. think, you know, hey, they got the Iowa beer bus. We need to stop and have a, a craft beer or a, a domestic or, or whatever, whatever flavor you like or, or a root beer or something like that. You know, Did you just say roofy pumpkin? Mm-hmm. Roofy? Uh, no, root beer. Root, oh, root beer. Oh, root, that's entirely different. Root, yes, entirely. Okay. Completely. Yes. Completely different. False yes. alarm listeners. Root, root, like, you root. know, corn roots. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Thank you. Okay. Thank you very much. Corn roots. So. They don't make root beer out of corn roots, right? No, no. They should. Ooh. Product extension. Oh, yeah. I, cornico- I was thinking of Peace Tree's Cornucopia. Mm, that's mm. a delicious beer. Yeah. Yes. Seasonal. Folks, but see, but very good. Not not in season. Come come no. rag bright time. Maybe no a early. made with yeah. made actually with Mott's famous sweet corn. Yeah. It's, it's a, interesting. It's a yeah. very well kept secret. Yeah, little known fact. Little known fact. You yeah. just said it to the world. You know, 
This is going out to they the world. Try it. This is to the <laughs> world. It's fantastic. Hmm. Speaking of that, we got a little blonde fatale over there. There we? is a, a yet another gold medal award winning beer that we've got sitting right here. What's Peace, that one? Peace Trees Blonde Fatale. There's a lot of uh, of cycling energy in an ear of corn. Hmm. Oh boy! Wait, I mean, the, it's power packed. Our stop provides you the protein, protein, the carbs. Yep. All the re- recovery stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I again more carbs. Yeah, and, and, and fiber and more, more carbs. Fiber, fiber, which is important. Oh, very least, important. At least until about day two or so. After that, it becomes less important. But you know, um, because you know everything's working. Really well, yeah, well, yeah. Well, well good. Well, good. Fire in an order. <laughs> so, well, is it kind of like the Blues Brothers? Where let's see, you guys. Well, let's see. And you drank three hundred dollars worth of. I mean, uh, <laughs> I don't think that quite happens. Yeah. But uh, I mean, because you got to shut yeah. corn and you got to serve yeah. beers. But I'm sure a little bit of the inventory probably dissipates along the way. The the boss is kind of a hard ass. Yeah, yeah he is. Yeah. Actually, let me take this moment to put in a little bit of a plug, if I can. We did uh, an event this weekend up in Spencer, mm-hmm. and the Spencer JCs were there. Uh, working the beer bus for tips to support their organization. And then immediately after them, the Spencer Ragbright Committee came in and they were our guest bartenders. Oh, cool. And uh, I think we want to do that this year is offer slots, um, tending. Uh, slots like gambling slots or? Uh, well, you're positions. certainly positions. gamble. Okay, positions. thank you. Uh, um, slot is in a position. Two okay. organizations that want to come in and, and sling sure. beers off the bus for Ragbri and to, to as fundraisers for them. So if anybody does, they can find us through the Iowa Beer Bus on Facebook or iowabeerbus at gmail.com. If you're anywhere close to the route and your organization would like to come and do a, a part of a day or a day uh, as a fundraiser for your group, Give us a holler and and uh, we'll go from there. Okay, Thanks. tweet us. Uh, oh, you can tweet us. We tweet are on the us. Twitter yeah. tweeters. Okay, yeah. yeah, the tweeters. So a couple of, couple of quick questions before we wrap up. Um, most amount of sweet corn one individual's ever ate at your stop. I don't know if we've ever kept track. I've got pictures of multiple people with six. Six. I six don't. pack is quite a bit it, in one sitting. It, you know, and it, it, it's two fistful of ears at one time, and they all yeah. look very happy. They look oh, happy? Yeah. Lot, lots of people with four ears. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. you know, if you go with a, a cumulative total that somebody's coming in there and eating four ears every day, mm. that's, you know. That stuff kind of, the other kind of corn fattens up hogs. So I'm going to guess you might gain a little bit of weight if you're um, I've knocking down. I've never seen a hog ride a bicycle. No. Nobody gains weight no. on rag, right? No. Nobody, no. yeah, no. Okay. It's all in one ear and out okay. the other, That's right. so to speak. Okay. Another another question that we ask all our guests on on this Just Go Bike podcast is favorite kind of pie. Mott? Mm. And I heard, you, I heard you snub someone else that had two choices, so I'm just going to say... Uh, Banana cream pie. Banana cream. Oh, Ooh, my. There you go. Yeah. No. Nice. I'd say the only thing at top of banana cream pie would be a slice of pumpkin pie. Pumpkin. Oh. <laughs> I didn't see that one coming. Big shocker there, oh, folks. Oh, boy. <laughs> pumpkin. Does that have a little little bit of whipped cream on there, too? Um, Mom makes it out of squash. Out of squash. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> They're the same thing. Oh, a little different, but mostly the same. Oh, good. It's not yeah. just for Thanksgiving, then. No, what no. you're saying. No, uh, that was, that's probably one of the biggest questions I get. Are, are you tired of pumpkin stuff, you know, squash? Uh, absolutely not. Good, good, yep. good. That's right. 38 years we've been growing pumpkins. 
you know, I like natural pumpkin stuff, but don't give me a pumpkin spice latte beer, no, you know, or whatever. No, I mean, just, you know, no. keep keep pumpkin to natural things, and I'm okay with it. That's right. Pumpkin seeds, et cetera. So wrapping up here, let's say they're on Ragbri. Where are they typically going to sit? Where's the Iowa Beer Bus and, and, and Mott Sweet Corn? Where are they going to typically be on the route if you, had to, if you had to give a stab, a generalization? You're going to find this around your lunchtime stop other than mr pork chop tribute day mm. which is monday, monday this year on the way to algona we're working pretty hard on some special stuff for that so i, I can't give more you a to location come yet. on that yes, for sure yes. and when we get the details i mean i mean i mean our our great friend mr pork chop the the patron saint of chops mm. um you know passed away this year and we will definitely be honoring him and and you guys are along for the ride Absolutely. obviously sitting up yep. with maddie and many, many and all ways. the pork chop family Me. So we'll be, we'll be honored to be involved in that. Yes. Good. Well, we're going to make it up big time and uh, that's going to be a fun event to honor Paul because I'll be honest, Paul liked to have a good time. Mm-hmm. And, yes, he did. Um, he loved Rag Bry and <laughs> yeah. he liked the, when the ladies came by and gave him a, gave him a hug oh, or a kiss. My. So yep. who wouldn't yep. like that? Yeah. All you Rag Bry ladies well. out there. Oh, apparently Pumpkin's volunteering for the job of being kissed. Hey, well, I don't know about kisses, but I will. Uh, oh, well. Sorry. Hey, hugs. Hugs. Hey, are, hugs. Sorry, Val. Hugs. Jeeper, hugs. Jeepers hugs Cats. That was out of line. Yeah, yeah Jeepers Cats. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, thanks for coming on, guys. We are going to see you this summer, so make sure you stop by the Iowa Beer Bus, Mott Sweet Corn, Mr. Pork Chop. It's all. It's kind of like a big shopping mall, food court, if you will, with mm. everything you possibly need, all in all under one sky. It, and ear and a beer, folks. Ear, ear and, and a beer. beer. All right. Thanks for coming Hot on, guys. Hot buttered love. Hot buttered love. Hey, hey, everybody. This is Andrea Parrott, and this is Parrot Talk, where I talk to you about your questions regarding bicycling, bike culture, or whatever else you want to talk about. Except for today. Today, we're talking about what I want to talk about. I was out on a training ride last weekend. And I'll have you know, it was not my first training ride of the year, although it was one of my first. And it was a great reminder of how you should really start getting used to calling out your intentions while riding and letting other people know what you're up to and what you're planning to be up to. For example, this time of year, I do a lot of bicycle path riding in town mostly, or from town to town. And the main thing to remember there is to always call out on your left or on your right when you're passing someone slower than you, whether it be a pedestrian or another biker or even a horse sometimes because they usually walk pretty slow. But anyway, you need to let them know that you're going to pass them because they don't usually look behind them. They usually don't have a mirror or anything so that they can see behind them. So I love to yell on your left really loud. But if you're not comfortable with yelling, another good option is to have a bell. Actually, I also have a bell because sometimes it's nice to let people know that you are approaching, even if it's from a long distance away, so they can rein in their dog or get all in a line so that you're able to pass them. The idea is that it's better to be polite and let them know that you're coming so you don't have an accident and you're a good ambassador of bicycling out on the road. And it's just easier to get around. It's just common courtesy. If you were to be riding and someone was going to pass you, you wouldn't want them to just buzz by you without saying anything. So it's just fair that you do the same for other people. It is really easy to underestimate how quiet a bike is coming up behind you on a path or especially on a road. On a road, there are a lot of other calls that you should learn in addition to on your left and on your right. 
For example, stopping is a great one, especially if you're riding in a big pack of riders. They'll want to know what you're doing. And if you stop suddenly or even gradually, they'll want to know. Uh, another one that I love on Ragbri or any big organized ride is Rumble. Love to yell Rumble when there's one of those iconic triple rumble strips before a stop sign in rural Iowa. Um, they're not fun to ride over if you're not expecting it. Say rumble if you're riding over rumble strips or next to rumble strips, for the love of God. Okay, so we got on your left, on your right, stopping, and rumbles. And all of those could possibly be substituted with the ringing of a bell. But in addition to all those, you should learn the hand signals for left turn and right turn and rumbles. Those are really stuff that you cannot substitute with a bell ringing. People need to be able to see what you're intending to do. And if you don't know the hand signals for turning left and turning right, ask another biker or look them up online because it's kind of difficult to describe them on a podcast and they're really important. I know this parrot talk is a little bit of a lecture and I'm sure like me, you would like to think that all the other bikers on the path are looking at you and how awesome you look in your cycling outfit and how great your cycling skills are. But newsflash, they're not. They're probably looking at the scenery or their own bike or the road in front of them and they're not looking at you and you need to let them know your intentions. So that being said, I am not the bike professor, so I've probably forgotten something as far as signals or calls or whatever. So you can feel free to let me know in the comments on our Facebook page or send us a tweet. And coincidentally, that is how you can get a hold of me if you have a question of your own. Or you can also email us at justgobikepodcast at gmail.com. Can't wait to hear from you. Have a great day. We've reached the end of another edition of the Just Go Bike podcast. And this podcast cannot be possible without great support from our sponsors. And we have three of them. We have... We have the great bike shop down in Grinnell, Iowa, Bikes to You, headed up by Craig and April Cooper, and they are also a Ragbride charter, but just a fantastic bike shop. Pop in there and visit with, with Craig and April and the gang over in Grinnell, Iowa. Also, the Iowa City Coralville Convention and Visitors Bureau, which hosts great events like the Grand Gable and also the, the UCI World Cup of Cyclocross that is coming up in the fall. And last but not least, uh, Primal Wear, which if you're looking for custom apparel, there there is none better than Primal to work with. Great, great folks there, great products. Proud to have them as the official sponsor of Ragbri. You can find our show notes at justgobike.net. What do you want to talk about? Find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at justgobike. Be sure to subscribe because we have some of the most attractive and and good-looking listeners. You should join this group. So whatever you use, Stitcher, iTunes, anything else, uh, just subscribe to Just Go Bike. And that's all for now. But uh, I want to leave you with something from uh, President John F. Kennedy. Nothing compares to the simple pleasure of riding a bike. Thanks again for listening. Let us know what you think of the show by leaving a rating and a review. They really help us out a lot and help others find the show. For more information, check out justgobike.net. The show's theme song was written, produced, and performed by Ryan Steer. Brian Powers is the show's producer, and the Just Go Bike podcast is brought to you by the Des Moines Register, 
a part of the USA Today network.